for the long way round. Too bad the whiskey find a way. And I sure would like clumsy company. And I'm leaving tomorrow. What do you say? <laughs> when, when I'm, I'm gone. gone. <laughs> when I'm gone. <laughs> You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> 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 it was just so unexpected. You killed me! That sounded wonderful. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? That's the new opening to my show. <laughs> Let's get it on with another ADHD cast. This be episode 27, Scarred for Life, airing January 26th, 2013. It's not safe for work, and it's also not a pineapple. Pineapples are for sissies. Today, our forward features guest co-host, Scar, and our interview portion will have Amy Sulem, Paul Voigt, Brandy Shade, Mark Stantz, a bunch of children, and Tom Schock as the beaver. Before all that, however, let's kick it with our old songwriting son of a bitch, Jordan Martyr.
Hail and well met, fellow geek balls. I'm D the DJ, and it's a jolly holiday with Mary. Here at ADHD Cast, our motto is what you need when you don't need it. So this is a very special forward to the show. Here today I have with me a longtime acquaintance and fellow asshat. Scar, introduce yourself to the people. Scar. That's all we get. That's all you get. All right. Look at that. Samson. Samson. What do you think? It's a good looking camera. I mean, not camera. It's a microphone. Yeah. Sorry. Um, this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scar. Tell us a little bit about who you are and how you came to be where you are. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> do you need some libation to help you get over the hump? No. Because if you drink this whole thing and it'll help you talk. I'm going to need to drive your ass around later on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Show for your ass around. All right. No, uh, man, um, born in Bangladesh, uh, migrated to New York, lived there for 20 years, in St. Louis for six, mm-hmm. um, just uh, living, you know, enjoying the, uh, the life. life. And here you work in the library. Yeah, teach. How fun is that? It takes a lot of patience, but, you know, it is what it is, and uh, I am where I am because, uh, partially because of it. So. <laughs> It rocks to be the king of the library system. Uh, not the king, but it just it. Prince, sure. maybe you prince. Sure. Purple rain. Um, I think I worked it out. Hey, it's not zoomed in anymore. All right, sweet. Yes. So Scar's a family man, and I bring this up because his daughter pretty much broke his iPhone two seconds ago. <laughs> not really. Not really. Not really. But, but uh, yeah, man. I'm glad you came over today or this weekend. Glad you are in the Midwest. And why are you glad? Well, you're living in D.C. Yeah. I have no idea what you're doing there. <laughs> no reason to stay there. Yeah. Well, glad you came to visit your family. I, I know you don't know this about D.C., but as soon as you move there, you get free mojito <laughs> every Thursday. No. No, there's no reason to live there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, although, except, I guess, maybe a little bit more live music comes to D.C., Versus St. Louis. Not by much. Ten times more, I'm sure. Or Baltimore, or... Yeah. I mean, it's not New York City. But... Speaking of which, share some memories of New York City. What you miss versus living out here. New York City is not the suburbs. So I miss New York City because you had everything there. And, you you know, uh, a matter of walking distance. Yeah, it's... I miss the food. I miss walking around. I miss the, uh... I miss the melting pot of everything. St. Louis is a great place to raise kids and a great place to relax. <laughs> yep. Great place to be lazy. Yep, we sure have that in St. Louis. We have laziness. But you work hard for what you work hard and you play hard. You yeah. play hard, you work hard, you party hard. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know if I could really say people in St. Louis party. Well, there's a, definitely a generation gap and there's definitely a, um, you know, it's, a it's a town or the city where kids grow up and they definitely move out you know um where me i grew up in new york city and i moved here in my late 20s uh where you know in uh kids who grew up here after high school they definitely move out and they never come back most of the time i think yeah but uh there's some definitely nice good people that i met here they're from st louis and they love st louis for what it is yeah i i do i love to come back and there's things about it I love, things about it I don't miss much while I'm away. Yeah, I mean, I personally uh, think that, um, I don't know, 
It's not. It's not New York. No. <laughs> uh, you know, in New York, I mean, a lot of times I, you know, in my twenties, in my teen years, I mean, you know, you didn't have to have a plan to go out. Not, you don't need a car to go out. You know, you just went out. Just ended up in anywhere in the, you know, in the village and yeah. hung out with your friends and uh, you know, you drank, you worked, and you took the subway home. You don't have to worry about. Drunk driving, and yeah. there's a lot of responsibilities or a lot of things you you don't think of if you uh, uh, if you grew up in one place. But definitely, it's definitely a culture shock and culture difference here. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, you only by experience you find out. Yeah, definitely. You know, I had to learn a lot of that. Me, even moving to upstate New York, which is a lot more like here than it is New York City. But even just living there, a lot of the culture from the city bleeds. Upstate. Upstate. Or, you know, yeah. So. Can you pass me that water, please? I can pass you this water. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, this is all very pertinent, especially reflections on different places, because, as my listeners may or may not know, I've spent the last uh, six days back home in the St. Louis area, my old stomping grounds, uh, seeing the family and seeing friends and making a mess. Hashtag Granite City rocks. <laughs> no one's ever used that hashtag in their life. Uh, so, yeah, I've, I've been very busy. Um, most of the people who follow me on Twitter have noticed when I tweet like one time a day and it's just like, sorry, I'm not here. Obligatory message. But Yeah. So, uh, I don't know how well you'd remember this. What's your first memory of moving from... Bangladesh. You weren't living there at the time, though. You were living in Thailand, I think, before you moved to New York. Um, yeah. No, basically Bangladesh, but lived you know, like a week or two or month in different places. Uh, Singapore, Bangkok, South Korea. Then sort of decided to settle in New York. It's my dad's jobs, kind of moved him around a little bit. And uh, because he's a travel agency business, so kind of traveled a lot. No, it's in the name. Yep. Uh, but yeah, long way from then now, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. 1991. 90. We have regular guests on the podcasts who are younger than that. So, you're like, yeah, I remember 1992 when I was in the womb. Yes, I'm talking to you, Tom. But, so, before we go any further... Where are you recording this? What? Are you recording on your camera? No, I'm recording to Audacity. I'm also recording a video for fun. I'm probably not going to do anything with the video... Uh, that's what I was kind of curious. Like, what, which, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a backup, a fail-safe measure. Mm. Yeah, we got a little bit of a breeze. We're recording live from the deck of Scar's beautiful house in suburbia, St. Louis. St. Louis County, which overlooks the majestic trees and more trees and other trees. Um, and the cookie cutter broccas. Yep, they're very beautiful. Cookies. There's some different ones here, but mostly, you know. No, it's we try, we try to make it a somewhat different in, inside, and in, you know, but it is what it is. Yeah, I saw the giant testicles you had painted on the front of the house. Everything I have now, I never grew up with. Yeah, it's. I lived in a small apartment in New York with my parents and my little brother. So, you know, we weren't super rich, we weren't super poor, but we we're in the you know of I would say low end of a medium income family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, apartments and cost of living is super high in New York, so... Which always means apartment. 
And, uh, you know, Emily grew up with it. My wife grew up with it, you know, the way we live now. But, you know, there's, I mean, in the last five years, six years, everything that I've acquired, it's for the uh, necessity of of my family, sort of, I guess. You know, not just because of luxury. Yep, that's what you want. I keep it real. He keeps it real. I keep it real. Friends. This is the real deal. (laughs) Unfiltered suburbia coming out of every pore. We actually threw the baseball around earlier. Which you could not catch. You couldn't either. Please. (laughs) You couldn't throw it either. Like way over my head every time. I play all sports ten times better than you. (laughs) We'll see about that. No, we won't. I hate sports, so I do. We need to get a live sports on on this on this cast scarth was it the third no. uh. all right what were you saying next well next phase. before we move on to the next phase i have a thing that i'd <clears> like <throat> to try that i've been saving for the podcast what the fuck? bleep take a look you know what it is it's a pepsi product frito-lay uh possibly japanese yeah that's japanese why do you have it? <laughs> because I could. What do you want us to like us in Facebook? <laughs> Facebook. Like us on Facebook. I oh, can you can read it in any language. You can read. The <laughs> Are we gonna open this? That's that's Scar's uh, common human superpower. Is that he can read like us on Facebook? Shuashua cola. It's uh, Pepsi flavored Cheetos. Right. Open it up. Uh-oh, I smell... I smell Pepsi. Tell me how it is. No thanks. Hi! Oh my god, that's so not right. <laughs> so, on a scale of 1 to 10... 2. 2? Pepsi-flavored Cheetos are a 2? For the effort, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be 1, but I since mean, they bothered... I tasted nastier... Stuff than that. I'm just saying it's just pointless Pepsi Cola. I don't know. If I had to eat it, I would, I guess. but I know Scar shares my desire to try all things at least one time. This is why when I heard this existed, I had to get one bag just to see if it's anything. How was that Vietnamese food yesterday? Vietnamese food at the uh, Mai Lee. Mai Lee. Meili. In Brentwood, St. Louis, Missouri. Which, Meili in Chinese is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So we tried the Meili in, um, in Brentwood, behind the Best Buy, where Scar got RAM and I got an MP3 player. And those are our daily activities. Um, <laughs> and $90 worth of food. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we really did drop, like... $90. Way more than I ever thought we could at a Vietnamese... <laughs> I enjoyed the heck out of it, man. Yeah, it. We, I had a, uh, I had like noodles, not really a noodle soup. cake. Like yeah, a noodle bowl and a round cake. Uh, spring, couple of spring rolls, blue moon. Mm-hmm. Blue moon. Vietnamese coffee. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Uh, I had uh, soup. Soup. Po. Po uh, soup. Um, beef and I'm sorry, a pork and uh, shrimp and et cetera, et cetera. Um, it was awesome. You had what? A noodles, right? Yeah, Rice like noodles. the stirred up noodles. Bowl. And, and then we had, uh, we brought home like... Pork and uh, chicken, spinach. Chicken and kebab and kebabs. crazy shit. A lot of stuff. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great big like grocery bag full of food that they handed us. It was awesome. And the day before that, I had sushi. St. Louis sushi, huh? Yeah, from wasabi. Sushi from wasabi. One of the sushi was called spider. Mm, yeah, yeah. I like that. You've had the spider? Yeah. It's pretty good. Where'd you go again? What's the place called? Wasabi. It's in, in what, Brentwood? Edwardsville. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was across the... In the Illinois side. Yeah. College town. Yep. My sister-in-law goes there. About SIU. to graduate in summer. To, to SIU? Yeah. SIU. E. SIU. That's where my mom graduated. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many decades ago. When I was but the wee lad. Uh, I believe the preschool I went to was on SIUE campus. It's called the Early Childhood Center. You ever think of a more liberal name for a preschool than that? Um, yeah. We're going to go to a place called Elfenbart tonight. Um, we'll talk about it. Well, you can talk about it after you experience this Elfenbar. It's a very confusing place to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's a confusing place. But uh, yeah, good appetizers and drinks and... Just confusing too. And everything's kind of upside down, and that's what you said, right? Um, you cannot pinpoint a, a, a definite label to this bar. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's you know it's a very upscale bar. Yeah. But uh, but it's just lack of lacking identity, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. But when you get there, we'll see. Um, Interesting. But uh, yeah, man, what's going on? And we're set to see forty-seven Ronan, which yeah, hopefully. I'll probably tell you all about next episode after I've seen it. But, I don't know. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Being a samurai and a samurai without masters. Or master. Yeah. Um, definition is Ronin, right? Ronin, yeah. That's correct. Um, you know, a, I mean, I love Asian yeah. films and it kind of looks like supernatural men with swords. Yep. And, which is great. I, mean, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> no, it's, it's based on an old book, but I've never read it. So, that's all I know about it, is it's based on an old book. I'm just glad it's not, um, what's his name? Tom Cruise? No. I don't care for Tom. I mean, I like Tom. But yeah. I, I, was, I was talking about, uh, what's his name? Ah, uh, can't remember his name. From, from, like, what else? Tons of movies. <laughs> Million, hundreds of movies. Oh, that guy. No. <laughs> um, the guy who's riding around bikes with headless. Oh, fucking Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Uh, I think it's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I would not see it. I don't yeah. care how good the movie is. If it had Nicolas Cage, that would be enough. I'd be like, nope. Something else. Yeah. So, how do you feel about Despicable Me? Never seen it. Okay. How do you feel? <laughs> I imagine I'll see a lot of uh, kids' films. Yeah, when your daughter is you know, three or four and stuff. I haven't to... really enjoyed anything a whole lot since Finding Nemo and, you know, Up. Yeah, Up was and, good. And, uh... And uh, Monsters, Monsters, Inc. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know. I do encourage you to see Frozen. Despicable Me, you'll probably see. I will, probably. But Frozen, it was pretty good. Um, had a few good twists. Me and a couple it. of friends, you know, since the 90s, mid-90s, we've been in, you know, we've been on, we, we try to stay on every release, new release, movies, and, you know, anything that comes out in Hollywood or, you know, I try to, I personally try to stay on top of indie films. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, uh, you know, I kind of bet on things end of the year, and you know, just I love films, and uh, you know, I've studied films a little bit here and there in college. And one summer, I rented all Hitchcock films and all black and white films, just you know, just anything I couldn't get a hand on, hand on, and like 
And my favorite actor is uh, James Dean. Mm-hmm. Love Spielberg, love Hitchcock. I have a lot of directors, favorite directors. Yeah. So I mean, I, you know, a lot of uh, you know, Cagney films that I love and um, John Huston films and Kubrick films. But mm. uh, what's his name? Coppola. Francis mm. Ford. Um, but uh, this year, I think first time in, in, in forever, I, I had to sort of, or just not had to, but I just had to sort of get away from like social pollution, I call it. <laughs> So I kind of fell out of the the movie, you know, following wagon. Um, yeah, and also so off Facebook and dialed dialed Twitter way back. Not disappeared, but just. I left Facebook, and it's been what six months now. First time since 2007. Mm-hmm. I just didn't care. I just I still don't care. <laughs> you know, I kind of not that I I hang out less or hang out more, but I I, I you know I like to I want to cherish that you know face to face meeting people and actually having conversations. You know, hopefully my friends understand that and not stay on their iPhones yeah, while go. we're having face-to-face yeah, conversations. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a really rude thing to do. It is. It is. Um, yeah, quote me on that on Facebook, will you? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell everybody. Well, I'll, I'll definitely link to the podcast at the very least. And I'll be like, hey, everybody who misses Scar, uh, if you want to me. know how much he hates you. Not working on a brand. Not working on a, you know, any sort of just living, man. This is it. Living the dream. It's not a dream, but it's comfortable. Living la vida loca and drinking mocha in the morning. All right, Ricky. (laughs) Uh, Ricky, why can't I play at the club? I don't know. (laughs) You honestly answered that, and that's fantastic. Um, So what do you feel about Elysium? Because we both watched that last night. It's Um, recent. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I followed the director before he made District 9 a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. He made some short films and put it up on YouTube from South Africa. And kind of, you know, it was kind of interesting because he sort of has this futuristic vision and infuses to in it, infuses into everyday life. And, uh, and District 9 was perfect for it. And the follow-up, I thought, was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it kind of touches on two major issues in our lifetime, you know, immigration and... Uh, and universal health care or health care. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, there was a lot of scenes, a lot of moments I thought, and you thought also that, that the director got it from previous, well, not previous, but other films or other anime storylines. And uh, Yeah, just borrowed. Uh, there were some definitely, uh, 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 you know, uh, what do you call it, samurai situations going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the uh, the villain and... and uh, the cherry blossoms. The cherry blossoms in the sci-fi planet. You know, it's just... Yeah. Not that... It was an, I thought it was it was not cheesy, but it was something that only a fans would appreciate and uh, mm-hmm. would notice, I think. But uh, yeah. it was definitely a, you know, something to think about as far as where we headed in our cultural mm-hmm. it shows society. A very, it shows a very clear... Spoiler warning, blah. It shows a very clear, like... Uh, when they take bleep. Over, bleep, <laughs> when they take over the, <laughs> when they take over the citizenship, mm-hmm. turn it over to all people, and and just disperse all the healthcare. It's like it's making a pretty clear statement that that may be what needs to happen. If we're ever gonna have, we have access to healthcare, we could provide it to everyone. It really, but would be possible. You know, insurance companies, and you know, healthcare providers, and. I don't think they would benefit from that. No. And, you know, population would spike up. 
you know, how do you control population? You know, let people die. It's... Or you put them on carousel on last day, <laughs> if you're in Logan's run. Uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's clear. <sighs> you don't have to die. It's uh, it's chilly, bro. I know. It's starting to get a little bit. We need some up. brandy. You want some brandy? I think so. Here you go. Let's see. Warm me up before been, you go go. I've spent this entire vacation with this flask of brandy in my pocket. You want a flask? I got a flask. Well, no, I'm not going to give it to you. There you go. <laughs> we nip of the creature. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, this is the first vacation that I'm not ashamed to tell this to you people. I've spent pretty much the entire stay in uh, St. Louis greater metropolitan area drunk because I'm dealing with listening to my family talk about Duck Dynasty, which we will not touch on, except we just did and now it's done. And watching Fox News... (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you're gonna be okay. So, eh, I don't know, I just... I know it's a really uh, not the best coping mechanism in the world, but I've stayed fairly entertained by this vacation this way, and I don't regret it at all. <laughs> so, And Scar has not helped by like, dude, I'll buy you a beer. Dude, here, take this beer I already have. Dude, let's, let's put uh, Randy well, in orange juice. All right. <laughs> what? Okay. <clears throat> I'm not really blaming you, because if I had wanted to... Blaming could... me? I'm giving, giving you Christmas presents and your birthday presents all in like one weekend. Stop complaining, little bitch. And what did I give you for Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> 24 hours. Great. Now, um, let's talk about that, though. Let's talk about Mortal Kombat versus DC. Didn't care for it. I mean, I did like it. <laughs> and that's Scar's opinion. It's literally contradictory. Uh, um, it's a, well, not a big gamer. I don't have any big opinions on games, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, I <clears throat> I think I bought um, Grand Theft Auto Liberty City like two years ago. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, two and a half years ago. I'm still at like 35%. Yeah. You know, I got the Call of Duty last year. I played for five, ten minutes and then turned it off. Yeah. Just don't have patience anymore. You know. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. Max Payne 3, however. Yes. <clears throat> it's going places, but mm. visual department went crazy with the uh, zoom in, zoom out effect and discharge of different lights and, and yeah, a little you bit. know, uh, just literally every, every scene, you know, there's just some sort of like club you know, a uh, light strobe scene that just kind of blinds you. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think a 12-year-old would love that. But, uh, <laughs> you know... A 12-year-old know. should not be playing that game. But <laughs> they'd love the strobing shit. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it gets to be too much. You know, five, ten minutes every every half an hour. Or every chapter, it's okay. But every five minutes, and every, you know, every throughout the chapter, it's like too much. Yeah. But, you know, buyer beware. Yeah. <laughs> buyer beware it's a game came out last year yeah and i don't know about also the at first i thought it was kind of cool and it's still kind of interesting but (laughs) stop drinking it (laughs) if you can't handle your liquor um the words popping up like in the middle of the screen yeah those were cool kind of interesting i think they're using it too much but too much when you use it too when you use something too much and too often i think it gets played out yeah it gets you get tired of the same effects over and over again people get burned out yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. But yeah, that was my... So far, it's a really good follow-up to the first two Max Payne titles. I think I enjoyed the first one the very best. Because yeah. I played it twice all the way through mm-hmm. with my brother and with you. Yeah. Holy chili! Yeah, it's starting to get frosty out here. But yeah, it, uh, I don't know. We'll have to get deeper into it. But so far, I'm loving it. I mean, that's not perfect, but it's a lot more fun than I think we're going to skip the breakfast tomorrow. Hmm? I think we're going to skip the breakfast tomorrow. Why is that? I'm just going to stay stick around here. Play Max Payne? Maybe, or just, uh, you know, have some food around here and then drop you off, kind of don't rush with the baby mm-hmm. and totally she, she's got to go to work and stuff like that. So. Yeah. <clears throat> That's cool. Yeah, it's... Plans for tomorrow. We got plenty of Miracle Whip, sourdough <laughs> bread, leftover turkey. Yeah, Let's make it happen. Yeah. And that's what we're going to have sex with. Um, speaking of DC versus uh, Mortal Kombat. Awkward! <laughs> we, uh... Yeah, the problem is that we don't have a functioning player two controller. <laughs> Dude, quit drinking it. <laughs> it's gonna kill you. <laughs> I'd rather you live. I would rather you live. Jim, the ship out of danger. Who's that from? Fucking you're an asshole. Star Trek. It just happened in the movie <laughs> you just saw. What movie? I didn't see Into Star Darkness. Trek. Oh. Happened? I mean it's from you know, Wrath of Khan, but they did it again in Into Darkness. Just they had Jim die instead of Spock. But it was the same shit. Yeah, I know, I know. But anyway. I loved, loved the first Star Trek. Uh, and the second Star Trek. I loved the first one a lot more. You, more. you didn't like uh, Mr. Cumberbund as uh, Khan? He's awesome, I think. I mean, he's been taking over a lot of... I mean, he's been ta- he took over Hollywood last mm-hmm. year or so. Yeah, he's kind of coming up everywhere. But. He's in every British movie, you know, like movies. Just you know, uh, he's in what? He played uh, Swedish uh, the hacker, and uh, mm. he's in the new uh, Lord of the Rings movie, Hobbit too. Yeah, he's Smaug, right? Um, Warhorse. He was in Warhorse. Mm. Spielberg's Oscar awesomeness. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, he's good. I mean, I love J.J. Abrams. Like, I see anything that he releases. Mm-hmm. Yep, fanboy. Total JJ fanboy. Totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I was telling his wife last night that he's gonna get a like <clears throat> full door length poster of JJ Abrams in a thong. He has some <laughs> What? <laughs> Why are you recording these things? Because I can. Um Yeah, so the DC universe not DC universe, the DC versus uh Mortal Kombat, we gotta get the second controller. See if we can... Because, I mean, it's a fighting game. It's all about the two-player. How about that Super 8 movie by J.J. Abrams? How about it? That was like butters, man. It was <laughs> awesome. And then, mean... how about that Felicity? That was awesome, too. <laughs> how about that Square I Pegs? I didn't it was get the into, best show <laughs> I didn't get into Alias, but uh, um, I got into it late, but I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I... Uh, I mean, Lost is the best show in the planet of shows. You brought up Felicity. That was his first thing. <laughs> no. You know, I... he was in a movie called Six Degrees of Separation with Will Smith. He was in it? Or... He was in it. Oh, weird. He played a, one of the friends of Will Smith, I think. Hmm. He had a big afro back then. Yeah. He had a Jewish afro. A Jewfro? A Jewfro. 
You're yeah, a I mean, Jufro. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek. Oh, that was awesome. Just, I mean, you know, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of Star Trek when I was growing up, but I think because of the last two movies, I, I've watched all the Star Trek movies, mm-hmm. enjoyed the heck out of it. I mean, I think I understood a lot more now. Yeah. I mean... Beater. Beater. Please. That, 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 that satellite, by the way, mm-hmm. they just, they just cut the communication mm-hmm. recently and they just flew into space. Yeah. That one. Voyagers. And now it's gone. And it's gone forever. Or until we find it. When we explore. Yeah, right. Probably never happened in our lifetime, man. Eh. The world is a son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, it's getting cold. Mm. And I think we gotta wrap it up. Alright. What do you think? With the aluminum paper? Yeah. You, you wanna make a swan? <laughs> Speaking of swan. <laughs> All right. Well, what uh, what are you doing today? What am I doing today? I'm going to see 47 Rodin, and really? then maybe go to Melting, whatever you should. I, I see. Know. Or the uh, Elephant Bar, whichever is closer or more accessible. Or uh, I see. our friend Yvonne wants to go to, who we are meeting for the movie, and. What if I don't want to? Um. And then tomorrow, the handoff, and that, and my, uh, your dick, and with that, let's cut it off. More, uh, family time. Uh, coming up next is a partial interview with Scar drinking more liquor. No, uh, partial interview with, I believe it's Paul, Garrett, Amy, and, uh, Brandy, and Mark. Oh, Brandy, yeah. <laughs> and the sailor said, Brandy, you're a fine girl. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being on my show, Scar. Yeah, we'll sometimes do it up again. Yeah. We'll talk music next time. Yeah, music. It's for life. And this has been ADHD Cast broadcasting live from St. Louis County, reminding you to always have your pets run over. Hi, this is Claire, Irish friend of Justin, and this is your ADHD cast compliment of the day. Where did you get those shoes? <laughs> eggs don't Photoshop them make look more like eggs. I trust you. I'll put You're beautiful just the way you are. I'll put them in your mouth later. Well, hang on. We gotta work up to that. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, <laughs> welcome to ADHD Cast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful introduction we have here. Yes. I didn't even know we were live. Uh, I like it best that way. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, who do we have here? Who are you people and what are you doing in my hangout? I'm Amy Sulam. I'm a stand-up comic and a girl. Ooh. I'm saying that because of the mood music we seem to be randomly having. Tom. Ah, sorry. <laughs> that was me, by the way. Who's Tom? Oh, he's uh, he's just some asshole. That happens, uh, like, you know, he's majoring in media studies at his college because he has an interest in entertainment. He likes, uh, he likes to do this thing with his voice where he makes silly noises and gets money for it. 
He calls it voice acting. I call it a sham. Yeah. He's nothing but a sham, man. <laughs> you guys are idiots. Yes, except for Tom. Right. Right, well, Tom's a sham. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, because he never existed. He is himself a sham. He never was here. Oh. I am actually just a guitar. Yeah. Uh oh. I am a shapeshifter. Particularly in my vocal cords, but still a shapeshifter. Can you turn into balls? Is that what you want me to turn into? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Behold, <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> underwhelming with no webcam, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> If uh, only I had a webcam, you should see me. I'm quite smooth, like eggs. Like eggs. Like runny. Weeble. Runny eggs. Runny Fred eggs. I need, to get, I need to get Tom to record a walkout for me. Like, ladies oh. and gentlemen, Amy something something. Oh, it's damn. It's too long. <laughs> it's been two minutes. <laughs> you, you can guys... do better than that. She's fierce. Actually... She's hot. She thinks she's funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, stand out of that funny. one. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Tom's just jealous. <laughs> um, my hair's so weird. Um, mm. no, but seriously, Tom, I do want to talk to you about doing a, a thing for a um, for the Unlockable Characters stage show when we travel that has nothing to do with the podcast. I wouldn't mind. Maybe later. We need somebody that can do. I hate to eat up Dustin's podcast time, but I like literally have been meaning to talk to you about this. We need hey, somebody to do our walkout for unlockable characters. So the idea being that we each come out to our like favorite games music, but every time one of the four of us walks out, we need some, we need a recording of somebody going unlockable characters. A new challenger approaches like in a video game. <laughs> unlockable characters. A new challenger approaches. A yeah. new challenger approaches. Introducing this bitch. Not <laughs> Whoever's next, I would imply. <laughs> right. Obviously, Paul. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's me and and three guys. So yeah. That's weird because that never happens. Where I'm just hanging out with three dudes talking. It I will imply nothing. Where Paul's dick is smaller than mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's this world. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm terrible. Um, so By the way, I think I'm going to do this tomorrow night for my birthday show. Oh, yeah, it looks little, fabulous. With a little bump thing. I keep telling you that, but you keep asking for opinions. Gosh. Okay, thank you. Say nada. Yay. I'm going to go back to jamming. Okay, so what are we going to talk about this episode? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I talk about Megan Kelly saying it's a historical fact that she's white. Yes. Did you know? I gave this up. is actually made out of Legos. Jesus? Uh, I, I did know that. Mm-hmm. As I print in the camera. Um, I did know I did know that Jesus was made out of Legos, and I think his name's pronounced Jesus. Mm. Did you know that Legolas from Lord of the Rings is made from Legos, which makes him Lego Legolas, which means you can take off his legs and he becomes Legless Lego Legolas? What? And then he's got a, a lady friend, which makes her Lego legless Legolas's legless Legolas. She takes his leg in the ass. That's what I heard. Sure. I'm like I'm trying to count 
see if you fuck that up. I can't tell. So yeah, replay. <laughs> Lovely shirt. It's a Green Bay Packers shirt. Oh, never mind. It's my favorite one now. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I've made you a, a Packers fan with the cunning use of my lesbian cleavage. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. You have you're a cleavage. <laughs> you're a cleavage. I'm totally a cleavage. In fact, you're June cleavage. I'm Jew cleavage. Ah, yes. I think I'm going to have to pin it to get the bangs to stay sideswept like that. Does that mean you're cleavage? Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you did there. Mazel I like it. Yes. Cinnamon toast and mazel tov. I used to get in trouble for singing the words incorrectly in shul. <laughs> in shul? Yeah. In shul. Because I would go cinnamon toast and mazel tov and mazel tov and cinnamon toast, and then <laughs> my uncle would beat my ass. Wait, I have to slow things down for Tom. That's Jewish for school. I don't know that. <laughs> I know. Whoa. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> he's, Huzzah. he's just from New York. No, I don't know. Yeah, there are no Jews in New York. It's so weird. What do you mean? What Not you, I'm from, all. like, Long Island. There's, like, a whole bunch. What was that? Note sarcasm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm also paying attention to my guitar, so all sarcasm is going to go over my head. <laughs> he's not even playing it, he's just like holding it up going, ha ha. precious. <laughs> yes. I'm just holding it there. He's making Are you... sounds with his mouth. Is this wine? It is. Is that wine from a box? It is, because I do the eco-friendly biodegradable boxes. No, it's fancy. Easier to recycle. Yeah, they're easier to recycle. Wine from a box is fancy. Indubitably, I must say, it's quite fancy. Yes. Try to toss one. I'll drink it out of a I'll drink it out of a bottle if I don't have to putz with recycling it, but if I have to do the recycling, it's gonna be the super duper biodegradable kind. Would you like a peach roll? Uh sure, I just send it through the mail. I'm trying to reach the screen, but it's not it's not going through. Just, just take it. Take the pizza roll. Did I'm you know fine. that I had never even heard of a pizza roll until like about a year ago? <laughs> I had no idea what they were. They were amazing. I didn't get them a lot, but they were amazing every time I did. And mm-hmm. now suddenly I want to crave, I'm craving pizza rolls now. That's I've never eaten one before, but I didn't know what they were until like. It's a pizza in a roll. That's basically what it is. Yes. It's got like, a, it's kind of like, a, it's, it's just cheese and sauce inside of a roll and it's kind of good. Why, why would you, why wouldn't you just eat pizza? Here, because some people can't handle it, man. Tom. Concentrate in one. Oh. oh. Yeah. When I think of hardcore shit, I think pizza is something people can't handle. Mm-hmm. Like rolling it up. Mm-hmm. Like a Try rolling up a pizza roll. Now that shit's insane. That's too meta. That <laughs> <laughs> is. Oh, by the way, Steven wanted you to know that he's extremely thankful that you included him in the special thanks part of your book. Ah, awesome. Yeah, I saw he sent me a message, but he was just like, Dustin, no subject. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was, extreme, he was like, he was freaking out because he saw your name in there. And I was extreme. And, and just once again, I wanted to thank you for the book because it's like awesome. I, yeah. I want to start reading it now that I got a whole, whole month off and stuff. Yes, indeed. Because. And I don't have a book yet because you hate me. I do. I'm a hateful queen. You are a hateful queen. Picking up the lingo. But, yes, we'll have to arrange the book. 
after the podcast so we don't like publicly air addresses so people can be stalked i feel like that's probably bad podcast i told you i've already had i've already had stalkers well doesn't mean we have to just be like well fuck it now throw yeah. <laughs> gas cans on the fire be like whoa burn motherfucker okay i like this better this way i want to make sure i look super amazing for my birthday tomorrow because i'm dateless oh okay what well i have i have dates that are gay men but hmm <laughs> i said that like uh i had a few of those once a gay friend cornish gay men in fact i mean what well, the only reason we have this show is basically because the guy who owns this place, and it's a gay bar, um, he just, like, really likes me and wanted an excuse to throw a birthday party for me. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're doing a show. But I want to be like, hey, ladies, I'm in the house. Check me out. And shit. I don't know. Awesome. We can roll like that. Yeah. Well, here's the problem that I run into constantly is I have no problem uh, bedding down whores. <laughs> I, well, I want to be in a relationship with. Right. No, that's cool. That's all right. So maybe some of our audience isn't familiar with the concept, but there is such a thing called a fuck buddy. Yes. And girls don't do that though. Like I like good luck trying to find a chick who's like, yeah, totally. It's mm. not something you bring up. It's something you would bring up delicately because you even because like it also depends on the person because right. there could be like plenty of girls. I would th- I, my personal instinct would be that a lot of girls would not be immediately okay with that. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Be like, I really enjoy our friendship, and I was wondering how you feel about being my cum dumpster. Because... <laughs> <laughs> did you just make up material? Do, do, do you have material right now? I think you can use that for your show. Yeah, I'm writing this down right now. <laughs> like, that's not an easy conversation to have. Just be like, you know, I feel like we should take our friendship to the next level where I use you. Mm-hmm. It'll be amazing. Mm-hmm. It'll be amazing. Um, yeah, I, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like my like my friends will say things like they're like you know the problem with girls is that they always develop feelings. I think I figured it out. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Only, guys do it more frequently. I, I've heard that it's girls, but maybe that's maybe it's just whatever side of the fence you sit on. Mm. Um, I think fixing the problem would be as easy as only being fuck buddies with people you hate. Then you won't ever get Ooh. feelings for them. You know what that is? That's thinker. Angry sex. No, wait, 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 get that ready, get that ready, ready? Okay. Watch this, watch this. Hate fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense in the sense that um, if you guys know your personalities don't click, but you find each other attractive... Right. I would think, but then again, I would think that would be even more difficult because the person hates you. Why would he want to fuck you? Well, like I would totally grudge fuck somebody, like <laughs> just to be like, "You're welcome that you get to see me naked." So now you can really go kill yourself. Because <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is it. You know. Spoil him for all other women ever. Right. That's the plan. That's why <laughs> if I was gonna bang a dude, I'd make sure I didn't like his personality and he was ugly. Damn it! Mm-hmm. I'm out of the picture. Oh, for oh, Tommy. Right. I like your, I like your personality, Tom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shucks. You handed me that one, buddy. You yep. handed that one right to me. Yeah, I think you sent it to her in the mail. Mm-hmm. Probably honest. 
So have you guys ever have you guys ever had like a hit friend situation? No, actually not yet. My 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 love life is surprisingly null. Mm, yeah. I feel like See, I see I see Tom as being too whimsical for love life. Whimsical. You whimsical. flatter me too much. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just I just see girls going like, so Tom, um, there's this thing this weekend and Tom being like, Yes, I've heard about things. Oh look, the hills are alive and like prancing through like a sunspot, slanting through the trees, and the girls are standing there like, but I. <laughs> and then Tom's gone. No, I heard everything. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's a bit of an overestimate. How much though? It's no, it's it's. <laughs> I don't know. The, the hills are alive, prancing around singing, because I don't usually sing in public, or at all, actually. Which is a shame, because there's a secret part of me that wants to. By the way, Amy, that is why I picked that particular song. I burst out into song all the time. Yes. I'll just make up jingles for motherfuckers. <laughs> like? Um, I was examples? The, oh, I was in the car today, and this old lady was trying to park um, in a spot that her car wouldn't fit in, and hmm. I was like, this old twat doesn't understand spatial relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like you can freestyle rap easily. That's yeah. just how I get through my day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. I, I got wasted one night at a comedy show, and we had a, uh, some uh, DJ and uh, rappers playing after. And they mm -hmm. were like, oh, get up here. Get up here. You're, you're biracial. Get up here and freestyle. And I don't remember <laughs> most of what I said, but I know that I started out with, some shit where I was like, I'm Amy Sulam, they call me the Hebrew hammer, half black and Jewish, half my family's in the slammer. And then after that, I don't even know where the <laughs> I like how they're like, you seem qualified based on race. Get up here. Yeah. <laughs> like, seem, no, I think they were more like, you seem qualified based on your boobs and we don't know you're not straight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like, I, don't, I don't scan like not straight. Most people look at me and they're like, that's totally a straight girl. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm, fooled you. That's wishful thinking, I think. Yeah, because I'm the kind of girl, as one of my comic friends said, he goes, you're the kind of, you're the kind of girl guys want to see a lesbian scene with. Yeah. <laughs> and they want to think they can, like, work their way in there toward the end. Just, excuse me, coming through, just, you know, just a guy. Oh, oh, look at me, I'm actually in the sheets. Well, it's already up, so I may as well. <laughs> <laughs> Come I mean, on, just you were gonna, you were gonna use that strap on anyway. This is me, okay, giving in the friendship. Just pretend it's a strap on. It's yeah, like it's practically the same thing. It's <laughs> like a totally strap to me. Yeah, oh. it's you know, I think I don't know, like if I could find a way to find like strap on boobies, then I might mess the guy. Hmm. If I could strap boobs on him, because either way, I'm either strapping a penis yeah, I just on a woman. Hang on. What? 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 I have to hand my mother her laptop. I, I left it down here because I had to transfer stuff over to the computer. All right. I'm glad, I'm glad your mom heard that. All right, hey, Marty, say hi to your mom for me. Duh. Sorry. Had to be done. Yeah, no, it's fine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly growing bitter as I talk. Uh. You guys are weird. So let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about hit friends. I've had a couple in my life. Mm-hmm. Tell us how that feels. Well, um, if their dick is little, it feels like nothing. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait, wait. That's good. 
Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I love a good rim job. I mean, rim shot. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh. <laughs> so, let's see. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, because normally I would pursue a relationship with someone of my own sex. So, if I just want to, like, get laid and do, like, a pump and dump, then it would be a guy. Mm. Um, but they don't have boobs, and I really like boobs. I also like tiny waists. Mm. Tiny waists, you say? Tiny, That's uh, not me. <laughs> well, my, my, like, ideal body type that I'm drawn to is, like... You know, kind of petite, small waist, huge fake boobs. Um, so, bags. kind of built like me. I guess I want to fuck <laughs> myself. I guess I want to fuck myself. There's so, a psychological breakthrough I was not ready for. Oh my! <laughs> that, that's what happens here on ADHD Cast. We get real, real fast. <laughs> we do well, but I think that's that's what it is. Is that um, for me? Like, because I don't do like dykey looking lesbian. That's just bleh. if mm. I want that, I'll get a dude. Thank you. <laughs> so. yeah. Oh, that's okay. You're, you know, you're a femme attracted to other femmes. It's valid. I, I am. I am. And it's like, I love strip clubs. It's like my favorite shit. Oh, yeah. And I've yeah, never yeah. had to pay for a lab dance in a strip club because oddly enough, guys will be like, oh, you want to get a girl to grind all over you? I'll cough up 40 bucks to watch it. Yeah. Well, that's because they've seen you. Mm -hmm. and... But it's fun. I think, I, I think just as a PSA, if a guy, guys, if you go to a strip club and you see a girl there, buy her a lap dance. Yes. That seems like a great investment. Mm -hmm. No, she's slaps in the face for trying to be, you know, misogynist and <laughs> force two girls to, like, dance on each other for their personal pleasure. No, here's how, well, let me, let me tell you how you set it up. What you do is you find a dancer and you say, hey, really want to buy a dance from you, but uh, I want to get, like, one of these girls, you know. And uh, you'd be amazed how quickly uh, a titty dancer will walk over to another girl and be like, yeah, yeah, well, they spend all their time on dudes. It's kind of like a breath of fresh air. Be like, yeah, oh, sure, I, I'll grind on this girl for a minute. That seems like, you know, a break. <laughs> I'll tell you, the last time I was here, I end up a lot of, like, Friday or early Saturday mornings and early Sunday mornings. I'll end up at this uh, titty bar here in Nashville called Deja Vu because I just go out partying with my friends mm -hmm. who... Like, they own a couple of nightclubs here. They co-own the strip club. So we all go there, the after-hours hangout. Nice. And uh, I was fucking high and drunk as shit. Uh, and this girl, was giving, <laughs> this girl was giving me a lap dance. And she was like, your hair is so soft. What kind of conditioner do you use? You smell so good. What kind of perfume do you use? And I was like, stop talking and just rub me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, at the end of the night, she wanted my number. Because bitches like it when you tell them what to do. Ooh. There you Ow. go. Domination. They do. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I, deep down, I think a lot of people, not all the time, but sometimes mm. just want to be dominated. Like, they want someone to tell them, you know, what to do or... Oh, yeah. Well, it takes so much guesswork out that, it, you know, as long as it's like, you know, I want you to do this and it's, like, completely diametrically opposed to everything they stand for. Then they're usually like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> but well, it's like waiting for somebody like you're trying to build up to like, you know, a good moment to do things. Like I, I will just say to someone like, are we gonna like make out or what's gonna happen? Because I have shit to do tomorrow and I don't need to sit here till twelve. At <laughs> fifth grade. Look, I, I got an appointment. I gotta go to a meeting. Are we gonna make out or what? <laughs> She's like, bitch, right. meters running. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's not fuck around or like um. Or let's do fuck around. Right. Let's either do or don't, but like, don't keep like. I got other bitches I can make out with. 
You're not yeah. you're Next. solo on that list. Yeah. But yeah. two, um, or like I was uh, over at a person's house that I was kind of seeing and there was like a little bit of nervousness and we were hanging out or whatever. And I was like, are you going to like go down on me? Because if you are like now would be a good time. Right. And they were like, yep. <laughs> that I'm would like, seem okay, like well, the natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's just do that then instead of pussy footing around. Like we're not. Oh, oh see what pussy I did there. footing. What a uh, yeah. But I, I think sometimes like people just want to be, they want someone to tell them, they want someone to guide them. Because there's a lot of shyness, I think, in human sexuality. What do you guys think? Are you shy when it comes to sexual things? Yes. This entire <laughs> podcast is making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> no, see, the behind this mask you see is a quivering young child who is too scared and afraid. And actually, I don't care. <laughs> I have not been able to really uh, explore the sexual field a lot or often. And I, but the thing is, I would not mind. I just haven't given myself much of an opportunity. Dustin's yeah. like, Tom's I've had boy. sex with two girls in my whole life. And Tom's like, I've had sex with And I'm fine with that. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I'm always working. I'm always working on, on number three. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm very busy. That's why I have a very busy schedule, and that's why I like whores. Um, they are <clears throat> they're amazing. Like, you buy them a couple drinks, and they will totally put out. And they're, I guess with girls, girls are like, hee hee hee, it's my first lesbian experience. And I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> well, let me show you how to be a lesbian. Right. Okay, Tom, Josh. Yes. Tom, so, it was my exact announcer voice. <laughs> that's how that would be said. No, it, just, it would just pipe right out of Amy, the Tom announcer voice. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, would, I would just, I would have that, I'd have that bitch on my SoundCloud and just play it. <laughs> I can set that up for you. I can record that, like, after this podcast. And we'll use, like, the 50s jaunty background music that's like... Tom, <laughs> you're like, I, Step I would one. appreciate it. I would really appreciate it if you would do that, and I would try <laughs> to send you pictures of every bitch I fuck making. I, I will hold you to that. I'd like to get on this somehow. Uh, <laughs> we'll make this a collaborative effort. And share, <laughs> share in the Dustin, rewards. Like a non-sexual monogamous yeah, Dustin's like, I'll send you 50 million free copies of my book. Just hand them out to the ladies as they're leaving. 50,000 books is a little desperate just for a couple of photos, Dustin. It's like this giant business card. I'm just literally throwing them at everybody. Or you are. Well, I think I think you're underestimating. I think 50,000 would get me through like a couple months. You're underestimating the P-train that rolls through this place. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I just I just skipped whatever comment I was going to make and went straight to the applause. I'm a good wingman, too. That's why I got a lot of guy friends. Nice. Respect. Mm-hmm. What does it take to be a good wingman? Like, say you are... Say there's two girls in a bar, and me and Dustin are sitting there being like, yeah. What's the first <laughs> thing we do? Um, you can start with, don't be socially awkward. Yeah. All right, Tom. I guess we, we tried. I'm... Yep, it was a good run. <laughs> let's go Let's go back and, you know, give each other hand jobs. I guess. Yeah, while well, watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you this: the best, the best wingmen are women. Um, mm-hmm. th- they really are the best kind. Uh, two guys seems rapey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if they're even if they're not intentionally, it just comes off that way. Right. So. The other thing, the other thing is, if you have a couple spots that you normally go to, make sure that you're generous with the waitstaff and the bartender, so that 
if you see a girl that you like, they'll be like, oh my God, do you know who that is? That's Tom, and he's like a really super famous voice actor. Or that's Dustin, uh, and he's like a really super famous author. And they can help you out. That's another tip that I would give you. Awesome. Um, the other one is women travel in packs and herds. Um, you really you need that to is always hard. Yeah, my brother actually had a philosophy on this, where basically it's hardest to approach a girl in a pack. We're gonna use that. We're gonna use packs as a term. <laughs> um, not not that I view women as animals. I'm just going along with the metaphor. Um, I do. Go ahead. To cull a woman from the herd <laughs> is difficult because. When you go up to a girl, the other people in the herd or the pack or the group or uh, that, will, they'll be judgmental of like that situation in general. She'll either they'll either judge her for any interest she might have in the person, or they'll judge the person she's looking at that she may not want to be um, talking to. So mm. they, well, that person will end up backing off. Dave, my mind is going. You are listening to ADHD cast with our host, D the DJ. All your base are belong to him. Here's what you do. First of all, walk over with some confidence. Like, tell yourself before you get there, every single one of these girls wants to know who I am. They want to know. They don't know, but once they realize who I am, they're going to want to know. Um, go over with confidence. Like, if you girls shut me down, it really doesn't matter. It, like, that's your loss, sweetheart. I'm sorry. I'm not going right. to say that first. <laughs> No, you don't no. say that, but walk no, no. over with <laughs> It's like you're going like, look, we're going to fuck. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, saying no, that no, aloud, no. that would be rapey. So don't yeah, do that. No, don't. I, I did not plan on it. Don't say it out loud. I'm saying walk over. Tell yourself that in your head. Walk I, over. I have no problem with the, the confidence thing. Then, it's a matter then, of carrying over the conversation. like. And I'm going to walk you through it if you'll let me finish my sentence. Okay. Yeah, Tom. Sorry. Okay. So you don't go for the girl necessarily in the group that you like initially. In every, and I have a couple on, like there's a scale of one to ten. Sometimes it's sliding depending on how much you've had to drink. But you're mm. gonna have a couple closer to ten, couple close, couple closer to the end. You want to mm. walk up and approach the girl who's medium attractive in the group. Okay. And you'll want to say something like, "I, um, I really like your necklace," or "That's a." beautiful color dress or I like your bag or I like your shoes something like that something where you've noticed something she's put time into mm -hmm. um, if you overhear a conversation if you're close enough to overhear a conversation <clears throat> just chime in and go that was a really well thought out intellectually said statement like you're actually kind of smart most of the girls in here are stupid mm -hmm. you're implying that her friends are dumb <laughs> she's smart Nice. And and women hate other women, so that's going to work in your favor because she's going to want to have a one-up on her friends. Mm -hmm. you, you like her necklace. You think she's smart. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you don't hit, start with, um, do you want to have a drink? You start with something like, um, hey, I write books or I'm a voice actor, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I like your voice. You could probably do it. Some stupid stuff like that. <laughs> stupid stuff. I feel like it's kind of weird to front up being a voice actor. You know, like, oh, I make silly voices and I get paid to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mickey Mouse on the weekends. Like, that's not panty things. Look, everybody... <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say there, Dustin. I saw your face. I'm sorry. I couldn't hide it. <laughs> it was like panty. That doesn't gather... That doesn't collect panties. 
Mm. Um, it, it does more than you would think, especially like most younger girls think they're going to make it in entertainment in some kind of way. So mm. ha- being able to hold on to anything is what they're going to go after. But you're going to want to open up with something. Tell them they're smart. Tell them you like their necklace. Tell them anything besides you have nice boobs, you have a pretty smile, you have nice eyes. They've heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you're going to want to do also is compliment the medium pretty girl while kind of implying insults to the other girls around. Things mm. like, like, oh, your necklace is nice too. My grandmother had one like that. Is that like one of those uh, fake Avon pieces? Fake Avon Ooh. diamonds? Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like an insult, but you're kind, you're kind of being a snide fuck to the friends, which what that's going to then create is a psychological competition between all of them for your attention because you've now picked the girl that they think they're prettier than. You're complimenting her and you're insulting them. Mm-hmm. And you've just created a feeding frenzy. Nice. Question, question, teacher. Yes. <laughs> Say, see, I'm kind of, I'm the honest man. I, I feel, I don't, I don't know how I feel about, you know, utilizing someone <laughs> else's lesser appearance in order to gain, in order to basically buy sort of the respect of others through a Game of Thrones. If, well, here's what I'm going to tell you. The way that most women operate nowadays, especially in like bar scenes and stuff like that, where you're going to go to pick chicks up, um, they're asking to be treated that way. So if you want a guy to approach you not with a bunch of bullshit, you should probably not be at a bar getting wasted with your friends trying to hit on guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, it is kind of a sign saying like, this is what I'm here for. Yeah, you... Don't hate the don't hate the player, hate the game. But if they're gonna play the game, by all means, roll the dice in your favor. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice to meet you, person. Bye. Yeah. We had a, we had another guest for almost a second, and now he's gone. Anyway, well, he obviously <laughs> hates me. He wasn't but, here long enough. Yeah. Once he gets to know me, though, he'll see the evil that you guys see. But that's the thing that works for like all of my like my guy friends when I send them out on their own. Now when I'm with them. All bets are off. Like, I'll pull in shit left and right because I walk over with my stupid bows and all my cutesy little stuff. And I'm like, hi, oh, my God, like, oh, you're so pretty and I like you and blah, blah, blah. And they think I'm straight. Or if they find out that I'm not, then it's a novelty and everybody wants to be all equal signs of quality on Facebook and be like, I'm a straight girl and I have a lesbian friend. I'm so cool in the new millennium. And so I become their token friend because I'm black and Arab. I'm Jewish. Mm-hmm. I'm a lesbian. Like, you know, they all want to be my friend, at least to be able to tell their friends. And they will lie their asses off to their friends, too. They'll be like, my best friend is a half-black, half-Arab Jewish lesbian. So suck a dick. Equality. <laughs> best friend of the last 30 minutes. What? That's right. I was looking at something yeah. else. But I heard what you said, but I'm just looking at this like, what? Okay. I'm going to post this in the thing. Continue oh. your conversation, Dustin. Appreciate. Okay. Wow, Tom. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Do not judge me. Do not judge me. No, but but I... Don't make me kill you. Besides Tom being, you know, just a little bit of an ass, uh, I appreciate what you're you're saying about uh, using that as, like, equality capital. (laughs) Right. Well, I'm saying, you know, and two, it's using psychological tricks and fucking with girls. Like, obviously, if they're not going to be upfront and be honest and... You know, just be like, hey, I do think you're cute or I do think you're nice. If they met you anywhere else and saw what a great guy you were, they'd be dying for their friends to meet you. 
They want to show up in a bar and play little games and show their friends what they can pull. They're asking for it. All you're doing is playing by the rules of the game that they've created. True. In that space, it's totally acceptable. Yeah. yeah. If you want to get laid, do what I'm telling you to do. If you want to get <laughs> married, go to church and find you a good girl. <laughs> and even then, you still got to play the same games. Yeah. Shouldn't you have said temple? Mm -mm, you're not going to find a good girl at Temple. They're all gold-digging bitches. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> it comes out the realness. I'm going to present another argument for you. What do you say about, you know, the, the game now compared to how it was years ago? Like, if you have to go back to, say, like, the 70s or the 80s, like, would you say that the game is arguably different then? Um, okay. okay, here's two things I'll tell you. One, back in the 70s, 80s, early 90s, you could tell a lady that you were like an underground pseudo-celebrity and they couldn't Google you. <laughs> now they can. Yeah. They can. So um, I would suggest Photoshopping me into some pictures with you guys and being like, here's my best friend. And she's... <laughs> <laughs> you, you see where I'm going with that. Thank you. Right. Famous. Thing, right. Well, no, just being like, she's mixed and a lesbian. She's my friend. And yeah. we're all accepting and... So much more accepting of people than you are because I've got this like quadruple min minority buddy. Mm. I've had I've had guy friends of mine do that before, pull out on their like, <laughs> and the girls are like, "Oh my god, you're so sensitive." And I'm like, "Oh my god, Trevor's a dick." <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you have you ever but, cock blocked your friends just for fun, just because you're like, I'm bored? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've never done it. I've never done it for fun or because I'm bored. If I do it, it's out of vengeance. But a lot of times, what I will, <laughs> but what I will do sometimes is set it up where it looks like a C block, so that the girl <laughs> thinks like, "Oh no, I'm his friend and I want him, and you need to go somewhere." Uh, when really I don't, and then they get girls get like they get gamey. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Don't don't make it a challenge. They'll get Hunger Games in the bar real quick. Blood in the water. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but there's you know I mean there are. Now, has the game changed? I would say significantly, and I'll tell you why. Suspense. All, all the stuff girls say that, that you know, for equality purposes and this and that that they didn't want are all the things that secretly they do want. They want a guy who wants to take them on, like, a regular dinner date and will open doors and pull out chairs and be a gentleman at least for, like, one, maybe two or three dates before you mm. can just drop it and be like, no, seriously, I'm just a dude. But they <laughs> Just a dude. Yeah, but they do. They the do want. Vines. They do want that stuff. Where in the seventies and eighties and sixties and fifties, that was kind of expected that you would behave that way. Now it sets you apart. It's like, oh my goodness, he's such a gentleman. Yeah. Do you think it's kind of like a like a sort of degrade a degradation, a, a devolution? It's, degradation. It, 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 oh, okay, so I had it right. A degradation, <laughs> sort of. I don't know. But um, do you think it's go following that path? If it's sort of a surprise if that happens, rather than um, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent, because when you know, and people say like chivalry is dead, women killed it, and blah blah blah. No, not necessarily. Like we wanted the same equal pay, same rights. Like you don't get to say what I do with my body, but we also want to be treated with, you know, respect and dignity, and we are the fairer sex. I can change a flat tire. That doesn't mean I want to. <laughs> you know, um, right, right. And I can tell you this, if I actually do like someone, then it's not a problem for me to, you know, pick her up, take her out, be nice to her, um, pay attention when she talks, words. Like, I dislisten most of the time. 
But if I'm actually into someone, then I'm I'm gonna read her Facebook profile. Has she actually read these books? Does she like these movies? Let's test that. I'll find a quote from the movie and post it, or a clip, and see if she likes it, or you know things like that. Um, you know, girls like the idea of someone hanging on to the things that they say as though they are important, and nothing will get you further faster than being like, you know. Your favorite color is such and such, and your favorite movie is this. And I found a meme with from your favorite movie. Yeah. Well, here it is. <laughs> you know, the thing, little things like that will get you further faster. Um, just because the world we live in now, with the internet, is so shallow and looks based <sighs> that people forget when you start to judge others based solely on their looks, you get judged in like. Mm, yeah. Fucking um, internet. And that yeah, and even worse hard. is that. Um, wait, you keep going. That's a harsh, harsh reality check for a lot of girls, especially when you consider that the majority of them in the real world aren't hanging out at ten. They're hanging out at. I'd like to think I'm a pretty solid eight most of the time. With Photoshop and a makeup artist, I can be a ten. But most people um, don't have that in the real world. No, <laughs> they don't. So I'm saying in the real world, most days I'm about an eight. And I'm being generous because it's me and I have self-confidence. But, you know, most girls are hanging out at like six, seven, less. And when you go out into a world of airbrush and Photoshop and go to a professional makeup artist and hairdresser before they go out for a night at the club, you're going to get your ass kicked. Mm. You know, at least visually. So you find someone who likes you for who you are or at least pretends to. (laughs) And that's going to get you further faster. It, it just is. I mean, it's a fact. Hmm. I've, I, if I didn't have my defenses up so strong and know that, I'd fall for it. But luckily, I work in stand up with yeah. a bunch of boys, and I have ten older brothers. So I'm like, mm, I am the impenetrable wall, walls, <laughs> sugar yes. walls. Amy is taking the black. She's going to the wall. Yes. Have you been reading Game of Thrones, Dustin? Uh, no. <laughs> then how are you getting these references? Do you watch the show? I did read the first book, remember. I just didn't read any further, but... Oh, well, watch the show. It'll save you some time. It will. Yeah. And then we can talk about stuff, like the Red Wedding. Mm. Yeah. Red uh, Wedding that... was my shit. I'm not going to say anything to give it away to Dustin, but just let me <laughs> tell you, if you don't watch any other episode of Game of Thrones, watch that. Wait, wait, no, 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 he's got to watch every episode so he's learn to love people. He needs to feel the heartbreak of that episode. See, Amy tried to that's let what I'm te- That's what I'm setting him up for, Tom. I'm setting him up. I'm saying watch all of them so that when you get to Red Wedding... Oh, I thought you said skip to Red Wedding. No, no, no. I said it's, like, worth watching all of it to watch just that episode and get it on, like, every level. Oh, yeah. Once you get off to Red Wedding, you can just stop and just soak. So, in your tears for the rest of your life. That's fine. No, see, I already know about this. Though. You know, it's, it's one of my favorite oh my God. songs. Be- speaking, of, speaking of Game of Thrones, that's White Wedding, you dumbass. Um, <gasps> I know. Um, speaking of Game of Thrones, I had a guy walk up to me at a club one night this summer, actually. Hmm. Um, I had my hair blonde for a little bit. And he uh, goes, he goes, you're little and stuff. In your outfit, you look like the dragon queen, but with fake tits. <laughs> Confidence, I'm sure. Uh, I'm receiving a fax. No, what was 
Brokenness. <laughs> a fact that suddenly disappeared. And was a phone call the whole time. Darth Vader. I was faxing you a picture of my penis. Oh, damn it, I just missed it! I picked up the phone! I picked up the phone and ruined the fax! <laughs> damn it! Faxing your picture roll. Fax, fax me, please. I don't think my fax works, but I do try. Fox me! Fox me! <laughs> fox me hard, damn it! I'm a uh, deus, I'm a deus. Deus! When I was a kid, I used to think the words to that were hot potatoes, hot potatoes, hot potatoes. Nice! Because <laughs> yeah. you know where I was going with that. Come and fax me, I'm a deus. Deus, yeah. yes, I do, yes. <laughs> Um, I was referring to Robin Hood Men in Tights. We'll send him a fox. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in ages. Oh my god. I know, right? Mm, I'm gonna take your nerd card. Okay, oh, Oh. Um, yeah, I've had, I have a bunch of my guy friends who are like, they like they will invite me to go out with them, and they'll buy my drinks and pay for me to get into clubs because I'm. I don't know how much you guys have stalked me on Facebook, so I'm gonna go ahead and assume not at all. Because you're not weird, right? No, but I'm. In, in real I'm totally life, weird. <laughs> in real life, I am five foot four. I'm five four. I'm a hundred and ten, hundred and fifteen pounds, depending on how much I decide I want to eat that month. And obviously, my boobs are fake. That's not like anything that I hide from anybody. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, why pretend? Like it's, that's a dumb thing. So, no, no, I just didn't know. Not that, not that I was looking or any. Okay. <laughs> I see. I hear my whole mama. Yeah, <laughs> I like they're to fake, put a picture like, on cool. there. It's cool that they're fake. That's fine. I don't care. Um, I don't see it as a negative thing. I'm like, oh, I had six grand to throw away on tits. What have you got? Yeah. Exactly. Still That's no success. Yeah. I was about to. I was about to say earlier when she was talking about changing a tire. I was like, now Tom. This is an affliction that affects automobiles. I know you don't know about that up in New York, but... Especially in a guy in New York who goes to Queens, which is nothing but public transportation. There's lots of cars, but as a college student, it, a car serves no purpose to me. Oh, it's like a concept. Brooklyn, it's a, it's a concept. For a while. I lived in yeah. Queensboro, Brooklyn for about six months, seven months. Were they the um, best six months of your life? Damn straight they ought to be. Yeah, they were. They were amazing. Because it's a bunch of girls mm. going through their lesbian experience in college. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing is that I didn't wait until I got to college to figure that shit out. I was in, like, sixth, seventh grade going through puberty, and I was like, I think I want to see her pussy in gym class when we change. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yep. Like, I'd be in the Maybe locker room. I would be in the locker room just like, oh, my God. I don't know what I would do with it, but I want to do stuff to that and not... The nasty dancing balls in the gym shorts over here. <laughs> so it was kind of like when people go, When did you know? I would be like, When I was in like seventh, eighth grade and masturbated for the first time, and the first thing when I closed my eyes that I thought of was tits. That seemed like a triumph. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It's like, but, but a lot of girls go through an experimental phase in college, at which point I'm like, I'm glad to oblige. Mm hmm. It'll be an amazing, amazing experiment for you because I have mastered going down on chicks. Yeah, especially because you know. And you can be like, hey, if you're going to get it, might as well get it from me. I'm a pro. Yeah. Yep. Take yep. them under your wing. And then if, if they know afterward they're not gay, well, A, you still had fun. And B, they'll know definitely that they're not gay because they had the best lesbian sex they'll ever have. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely. No. Well, I mean, it wasn't like I just figured it out one day. I was like, oh, it took a while. And then I was like, oh, and I can tell you guys the secret to giving girls head if you'd like to know. Yes. Let's hear this. So you find the clitoris, the little man in the canoe, <laughs> if you will. Yes. You, put, you put your, you put your lips it. around it like it's a tiny little penis you're going to suck. <laughs> you put your lips around it. You suck it while also stimulating it with your tongue in and out. And you want to suck it in like a pulling motion, like a... So but tongue. Also you, want to take, you suck it with your lips, but then you and you take your tongue and you go... And like give it that constant like stimulation. Okay. Um, a mistake most guys make, one is they lick and lap. Don't do that. Like I said, find the clit. That's the orgasm point. Mm. Suck it like a tiny penis. Hit it with your tongue. Uh, do not slide your fingers in when you're doing it because most girls can either get off from penetration or they can get off from a clitoral orgasm. They can't do both at the same time, and it's like fucking up a computer and having to hit reboot. Mm. Okay. Um, so, like, even just, like, how about... Stimulating okay, during... nipples while you do it. That would mm. work, but it's got to be very soft, like with a thumb in a circular motion with your thumb. Also, depending on the height of the girl and the height long, length of your arms, that might be a little tricky. But yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it's easy because I'm five four, but I've never had a problem with being able to get at least my thumb or my middle finger up to gently, being the keyword, massage a nipple. Mm-hmm. And you can tell when a girl is like into it because it's not the sounds they make. It's the movements, like, when they, it's not their thighs tightening up. It's little things, like, they will get, they'll start to get, like, slight goosebumps. Um, mm. They will start to rotate their hips, um, mm. which is, like, their body's way of being, like, yep, we're definitely going to orgasm. <laughs> make this happen. Um, if they start it's like she's in the middle of it. She's like, mm, yup. Yep. <laughs> so, if a girl says yup when doing that, I'm not going to expect that I'm doing a good job. <laughs> no. Um, you want to look for little, th- like, if. Like fake orgasm, like oh my god, oh my god. No, it's they get goosebumps. They will yeah. start to do things like rub and touch themselves. They will put their hips into a slow grind, and that's when you know. So you're saying pay attention to things that they mostly can't help, that they exactly. have no control over. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I just told you what those things are, so you know nice. that you're on the right path. If they just start making a bunch of noise, just be like, really, bitch? No, <laughs> you're not. So either tell me what you want or stop, but I don't yeah. want to play this game where you it's, act like you're having fun and Yeah, not. it's like, I appreciate the thought, but no, let's take it to a real place. Yeah, well, because yeah. we're giving, and they want to make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. That's so nice. I feel like I've really helped you guys. I hope I have. Oh, yes, oh, yes I've absorbed this information. Oh, your, your penis fax is coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I just remember. I don't know how to work a fax. Oh, well. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I felt that was very insightful. Definitely. Um, I actually was going to propose... I, I had another thing to add to, like, the whole, you know, social game change thing. I was thinking okay. about when you said, like, when you look at a girl's Facebook and you start adding things. The thing that worries me about this generation is that you try to do romantic gestures. And you try to be straight up front with people. And it comes across mm. as either too strong or it's kind of stocky. Like, going on a girl's Facebook page and seeing that she liked uh, reading the Lord of the Rings books. And you start posting like, Lord of the Rings memes. She, she'll be like, okay, he's obviously stalking my profile. I feel like in, ver- in like very particular situations or people, they will respond maybe negatively to that. Here's how you fish. You see that somebody likes a certain movie or and wait for them to post something. And then, and then you respond to it. In. That's right. But then, then you're playing the waiting game, right? Because that's 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 almost as bad as going out of the way 
to find that out. Whereas you could just be straight up front and be like, oh, I noticed you like Lord of the Rings. Well, me too. I like Legless and his legless Legolas. Don't hate the player, hate the game, but you've got to play the game. Maybe, maybe you have to play the game. It's an unfortunate I'm fairly confident I could game. I just wish I didn't have to, you know? Well, if wishes were... I don't remember the rest of that old saying. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your contribution, Dustin. Well, it's not not even that, guys. It's that, you know, what you have to consider is that this is what these girls have been taught is appropriate. And this is the courting that they've been taught, just like in the 1800s, girls were taught, you know, if a guy courts you, he comes over, he meets your parents first, you sit on the porch, you drink lemonade, maybe he'll kiss you on the cheek. You go for a walk, blah, blah, blah. It's what they're used to. So, you know, you do have to play the waiting game a little bit, but anything good is worth waiting for. Hmm. And yes, if she's not is. worth waiting for, then you'll meet her in a bar, do what I told you to do, and you'll <laughs> <having to wait. laughs> And you'll get your wick wet, and it'll be well. And really, that's what it's all about. Because once you get in a relationship, you got to deal with their whole big bag of crazy. Yeah, i got to deal with all your crazy, Dustin. I know. I have to deal with you guys crazy, like, all the time. And I've Who are your crazy? Where you're crazy. You guys are. You're my crazies. I feel like Dorothy and Munchkin land. <laughs> Except I'm 6'2". Well, I'm oh. just saying, like, you guys are like my cowardly lion and my scarecrow and my tin man. Oh, oh, I want to be the tin man. <laughs> okay, you can be the tin man, Dustin. Uh, I want to be the scarecrow because he can dance. What? <laughs> <laughs> when I, so gonna... I want the scarecrow. I can dance, too. Who's going to break it to Adolin that he's got to be the cowardly lion? <laughs> Thanks for volunteering, Tom. <laughs> I, am I just going to... I'm going to send it to him right now on Facebook? Yes. Send him a picture roll. Uh, I'm going to send him a picture roll on the man after we're done with the show. Okay. Uh, oh, there he is. Adolin. He's in a band? Yes. Mm-hmm. He was talking about it before. I just I was just kind of thinking about it. Like, I did not know. Or he might actually mention it, actually. And that's cool. Yes. And now that we've think- brought up our good friend Adlin Isirol, uh, yesterday was his birthday. Yes, it was. It and be a he's a Not ripe old three years old. Oh, he's so cute. Okay, so this is what I'm going to tell him. Dearest Alex, comma. No, you have, to call him, you have to call him Not the Alex, because he'll get the reference that you were talking to me. <laughs> Not the Alex. Okay. I should put that in quotes to assume, so he can assume that I'm not personally calling him that. You're just right. using it ironically. Dearest, right. not the Alex. You are formally... Congra- uh, no, I'm going to say congratulations. 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 I think I saw a leopard print there. You have... It is. The leopard formally been... How you're given a title. <laughs> uh... Give a title to what? What? Like if you're if you give a title to something to something, is it enacted? You have been form you have formally been enacted a title of like it's not enacted. It's um something else. You are formally given bestowed the title. Bestowed, yes. You have been bestowed the grand title of the cowardly lion. (laughs) If you'd like more information, um, visit our website at (laughs) cowardlylion.org. I was gonna say, if you like more information on what this means, don't bother asking. Just oh. accept it. <laughs> don't bother fierce. asking me. Oh. You do. You're like, <laughs> oh shit! I almost dropped it. Uh, anyway, put down the lotion, Dustin. You're being weird. Woo! 
love the the ADHD cast crew. <laughs> the wizard, <laughs> the wizard of Az. That's what my boy, my comedy boys call me. And they say the great and powerful Az has spoken. It's big A, little Z, because I'm Amy Sulam. Amy Zipora Sulam. Uh, I was the whiz in. Uh, I just assumed it was like Z, as in like the French saying the word the. No, I don't know. <laughs> you were staring at my leopard print bra, you heterosexual curve. Hey, I was I was looking at the monitor. Apparently, we we have an audience member. Say hi to Shay. Hi, Shay. I know Shay. You do. Well, yeah, I'm the reason why you know her. Yeah. You're welcome. Is she, Isn't she, she awesome? Uh, is Shay a lesbian? Um, I don't know. We'd have to have her on the show. And that's Let how you hook people in. Yeah. Well, she's let's, on. Let's play. We're going to set Amy up on a date. Are we? Well, I've done so much for you guys. You have. You have. Okay, so all of you women out there. And you're my like, boys, right? If you'd like some of this... And I do have the camera focused on Amy right now. I've, I've got she's beautiful. <laughs> she's hot, and she thinks she's funny. <laughs> I know I'm funny, you piece of shit. All of, all of. <laughs> Dustin, ask I'm like, Shay I'm if she would like to join us. What? Ask, ask Shay if she would like to join us. Shay, would you like to join us? That's not what I, I think. I just did that. <laughs> oh shit! I just responded. <laughs> <laughs> he's like arr, arr, it's great <laughs> he responded in the in the chat for everyone to see i am not the fucking cowardly lion i am an <laughs> intergalactic wraith come to siphon your fears with a straw from the hole i just drilled in your skulls fear someone's compensating oh my did you tell him that that is not a character in the wizard of oz <laughs> 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 I'm the one I read by Frank L. Baum anyway. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just reading this. I just imagine him just like literally screaming this into his phone and the phone just typed it for him. Okay, I have an update on the situation. Hang on, hang on. Situation. Good God. What could it be? So Shay's in the library and she can't jump in. Coward! <laughs> it did seems. You, did, you, did you ask her if she swings the girl route? Um, no. I feel like she heard it already. <laughs> okay, so... Today, we're waiting on a response. If you're straight, it's cool. I'll be your minority friend. Here's if more you're a lesbian, please... She's actually in my grade. I feel like that doesn't matter much to Amy. I feel okay. like she's equal. Not, okay. Or not my grade, you know. Shut up, guys. Not grade, Shut like guys. a year. Shut your faces, guys. Shay, I want you to know that if you are a lesbian, I am too. I will treat you like a princess. Oh. I will send you flowers. I will be sweet to you because that's the kind of girl I am. If you're not a lesbian, we can still be friends. But if you are a lesbian, totally, yeah. I'm Prince Charming with a vagina. So allow me to translate from, from the hateful queen. Shay, <laughs> she will pick you up. She will turn you out. <laughs> no. No, no. Girls are precious, wonderful, beautiful flowers. And I will take her to do anything that she Cut wants. Cut them at the stem, yes. <laughs> I am an Let me tell you something. I am an amazing person to go out on a date with. I will I'm playfully you. undercutting you. <laughs> I, I've taken bitches out on hot air balloon rides. I'll send them flowers to oh, their job the day, wow. the day after we go on a date. I'll send them flowers to their job and be like, it was so nice to get to talk to you and get to know you. You are amazing. 
And Shay, if you're a lesbian, just so you know, um, if I send that shit to you, I totally mean it. And you're the only <laughs> before. Yes. <laughs> she won't go back and listen to the rest of the podcast. It's fine. Anyway. No. no. Well, here's the thing, is that I have it in me to be sweet and loving and attentive. I just need somebody, you know, that's worthy of me doing that shit. Right. You know, like you, I mean, like you you guys, I would send flowers to because y'all are my boys, but boys don't like flowers. So. Well, I, I like flowers. Thought that comes with, with flowers. What did you say about <laughs> trying to deflower me? Shay wants to know if you will take her to foreign lands. I've been around the world twice, so I would say the likelihood of that is very high where she want to go. Um, and now we wait. You also always wanted flowers and strap-ons, just for the record. Yes. With a colon... <laughs> A comma and a D. No, no, no. A, a, a bouquet of strap-ons. <laughs> like, literally just take a bunch, bunch of dildos and wrap the flower thing, like the paper around the bottom, be like, for you! <laughs> uh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. She seems like a classy girl. Yes. She says you should bring the flowers to her crappy retail job. Where's she at? Give me the address, and I bet you I send her flowers there. <laughs> um... One, two, three, four, America Town Way. Any, not, any on town not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. Tell her, hit me up with the address and I will hook her up with some flowers at work for sure because that's the kind of girl I am. <laughs> okay. All right. She says, I don't know. And responds okay. to the where she wants to go. Because there's a slight delay with, uh, with the audience watching, you know. Well, I will send her flowers. And here's the thing about my piddly little stand-up job. I've got the resources to send the flowers, and I'll take her wherever she wants to go, as long as she's worth it. Nice. She says she wants to go to the third level of hell. I can make that happen. I can take her to meet my ex. <laughs> oh! oh. Damn. If I had a sound clip of like somebody going, ow, I would have used that instead, but, you know. <laughs> this is like the weirdest interactive podcast experience ever. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's almost like the you know, here's, here's like, the funny thing is my whole little stand-up gig, like last year, uh, this past summer, I worked all the music festivals like Coachella, Bonnaroo, all of that. I got to meet a lot. Nice. I got to meet a lot of of celebrities. Um, I got to I got to meet like Macklemore and Kendrick Lamar and Nas and uh, various other people who hang out at that shit. Cool. I um, like Macklemore. I, I like him too. He came backstage. He was real cool. He came backstage and he was like, he was in the comedy tent at Bonnaroo, and he said. You know, I think you guys are super funny. He's like, I got mad respect for stand-up comics because y'all don't have, like, a song or a beat or a one-hit wonder. Like, you guys are dogging it out every time you get on stage. Maglemore said that? Yeah. He sounds like, like a got... chill dude. Yeah. I always like it when, like, celebrities are chill because it shows, like, oh, because even though they have, like, all yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you if you thought you liked Maglemore before, let me tell you the rest of the story. Okay. My 10-year-old daughter was there with me. And she was saying how much she liked the song Same Love because it meant a lot to her because her mommy is gay. And he gave her three autographs, one on a CD, one on a T-shirt, one on a piece of paper. Nice. He got, he got a video of her. He actually posted it to his site. And he said, I wrote that song because my uncle is gay. And I can't tell you how proud it makes me to see a little girl who's 10 years old with no shame say that that's what her mommy is and she loves it. He was so cool. He like gave her a high five. She got to sit in his lap while I did my stand up set. Oh, cool! Yeah, nice. I mean, he's just a very cool person, just down to his core. Like I, 
I liked him before, and now I'm a huge fan just because I know what a good person he is. Yeah, I mean, and I, you know, I kind of got that because his all of his uh, all of his rhymes are really like socially aware, and he just seems like he's got kind of a finger on the pulse of humanity. They are. They so, are. And yeah. she was well because my daughter was like, I really like. She loved thrift shop, and she really loved same love, and she's like, I'm so excited to meet you. And he said, You know what? You're a ten year old little girl, and you live in Tennessee, and your mommy's gay, and you're proud of that. I'm proud to meet you. Let me shake your hand. And That's I was awesome. like, oh my God. You're so, like, his parents did an amazing job and he's a good person. Yeah. You know what? Macklemore. Yeah, Macklemore. Freaking sweet. And immediately following that, I was stressed out, suffering from fatigue, and I passed out. Mm. And he took my daughter over to the medical tent at Bonnaroo. That's a good person. Wow. That's a good. He didn't have to do that. He took her over there on his little golf cart. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Buy Shay- his albums because he's a good person. Yes. Shay says he has a molten core. A molten he core. Is a what? Or maybe a molten chocolate core. He wishes. Mol- a molten chocolate. core of chocolate, she clarifies. Yes. Because, you know, the rhyming. Oh, well, my dad's black, so I get the molten chocolate core thing. Your dad's oh, black? Yeah. Mm hmm. And my mother is an Arab. Ooh. Molten chocolate core. So I'll do a drive by bombing. Yes. Shay also <laughs> s- wow. Wow. <laughs> Shay also says that we should we should make a road trip up there. Up to Tennessee or to yes. New York? All the Tennessee way to would be Tennessee. down. No, that that you and I should make a road trip to New York. I'm happy to do that. I would love to take Shay out to dinner. Nice. I'd love to also go and then Tom and I can hit on girls. Yeah. <laughs> With our newfound knowledge. With our newfound knowledge. When you play um, the game of hose. Sorry, it was the only thing that kind of rhymed. <laughs> Shay, Shay, Shay said that, she's, that she now feels racist, having said molten core of chocolate before. Girl, it's a joke. Own it. Own your joke. Own your yeah. joke. I grew up. I grew up biracial and Jewish in the South. You can't out racist anything anybody's ever told me. Own your joke. Nice. You don't, here, here's the difference. If you mean it as a joke, it's cool. If you mean it hateful, then fuck you. But if you mean it as a joke, like, it's cool. That's your joke. Own it. That was funny. Yeah, okay, that's respectable. And know your audience, too. Don't be like, you know, like, if you black people, people, am I right? Here's, look, I'm 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 posted, asking, oh, is anyone here Jewish? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, Jewish. Jewish. I posted in a thread on Facebook, we were, we were all, you know, comics, we tend to get in these threads, and we'll just sit and think of clever ways to call each other an asshole for hours. Um, and that's fun, and that's how we fuck around, and usually I'm the only girl. And this one female comic got in, and she's, I wouldn't even call her a comic. She's an open micer. Mm. She hadn't been doing it long. <clears throat> um, and, you know, she can't take a joke. And she started, like, tripping on one of my guys who was messing with her. And I said, you know, and, and everybody was kind of like, can't you take a joke? Like, we, Like, everybody got on that message board. All these guys who have seen me live and know how good I am when I get on stage. And they're like, oh, we don't want to be on stage with that lesbian diva. She sucks. Like, Amy's awful. And I'm like, oh, you guys are awful. I don't want to be on a show with you. <sighs> All in good fun. She went after one of my friends for making a comment like that about her. And really, that's our way. You don't fuck with people unless you like them. She went after my boy. And, I, you know, and they're having this little exchange. And he was kicking her ass. Because <laughs> uh, nice. when it comes down to comedy, I don't care if you've got a hole or a pole, it's about writing. His <laughs> writing was topping hers, and that's why she's an open micer, and that's his life. 
But yeah. I, I commented, if you can take a dick, you can take a joke. You should probably relax. And the follow-up comments, like, she got really offended and just left the post. And I'm like, suck it, you dumbass. But the guys were like, well, I can take a joke. I suck a mean joke. Like, it's... No, no. But, you know, we all, we all fuck with each other. Now, we... And they will make jokes about me being biracial, me being Jewish, me being gay. Like, they will fuck with me nonstop. I was at a show one night, and I went into the jokes I do about me being biracial. And this guy yelled from the audience, I thought you were pretty, but you're a nigger. Those same guys in that thread who were giving me shit, fucking five of them were in the audience that night. They stood up and went after that guy and had to be held back by security. Uh, wait, yeah, so wait, the guys so. on Facebook that were messing with you? Yeah, we're messing yeah. because they're my friends and we just fuck oh, okay. each other. Yeah, because there's a difference like, between good nature dribbing and actual racism. Yeah, and so, I mean, they went after um, the guy who she actually was having a problem with, Sean, um, picked up a chair and, like, threw it at the back of the guy's head. Nice. And, I mean, it's not nice, but, like, I, I got respect for the move. Yeah, but he it was, was not like... nature. Yeah, they were like, they were like, get this fucking piece of shit out of here. Like, fuck this guy. And, you know, they were ready to kill this dude. And, you know, so they fuck with me about things like that because we're friends and we're cool and in comedy that's how you say you're cool with people but you know she couldn't take it and i'm like sweetheart if you can't take that yeah you're not gonna make it okay you, I, I can't I be a comic to, with thin skin you can't you guys need to talk amongst yourselves and look at my ceiling because i have to pee all right okay pee. <laughs> so ceilings ceilings <laughs> nothing more than ceilings is that how that song goes yeah, it's got some other lyrics or something. I, I I totally just stole that from Animaniacs. I mean, don't give me any credit. <laughs> I truly appreciate this podcast because of the immense amount of education I am receiving from it. I know, right? <laughs> and to think that otherwise I would just have been learning how to play this song on the guitar. Yeah. It's a pretty sexy guitar, though. I mean, you ever Did you see the new Hobbit movie? No, I didn't yet. Desolation of Schmeral. Desin Decimation of Smaug. The, the new movie, it ends in the, like first. The, you watch the movie, it ends, and during the credits, there's a song that plays. Starts off a cappella like, and then it turns into an acoustic, and the acoustic sounds really nice. And I want to learn that shit. Yeah, I can, I can, I, was that the song you sent me earlier? Sent sent you? Because I think you sent it to me. Yeah, yeah, it was that song with the guitar. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. It was nice. I want, I want, I want to learn that shit. Okay, yeah, and you should, and you should be like, get your uh, Antonio Banderas voice, and be like, Antonio Banderas. Yes, and be like, this is my song about smog. <laughs> <laughs> now the correct way would be say, this is my song about smog. Smog. Okay, so we have a question. From our viewer, we only have one. Uh, which superpower? Invisibility or flight? Probably flight to save on commute. Ah, okay. Um, I'm going to have to say... Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, also it depends on how fast you fly, right? Cause... Okay, yeah. Because if you're flying at like three miles an hour not not as worth it then i might have to go for invisibility because yeah, locker rooms bro 
But then again, having the ability to fly, like, what's the matter of its activation? Like, I could start at any time. Like, if I suddenly start falling from a building, boom, I get to start flying. So that way I don't die. No, it's it's from farting. Your thunderpants. Thunder <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> My influence grows on you. Uh, and that deserves a... Oh, dude, I can smell that from here. Come on. <laughs> I know, you're supposed to have the lighter ready. Anyway, so... <laughs> it's kind of hard to stretch a whole lighter from, like, states away. Yeah, I know. Stretch a lighter. <laughs> you gotta it's have like one of those... arm, like, wraps around the world twice, and then it, like, reaches your state. Some Asian guy trips over it in the process. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, do the impression of the Asian guy tripping over the lighter. Oh, I need to deliver this rice to the... Oh, no! <laughs> I am a racist. Yes, uh, I just wanted to hear you be racist without me actually having to get dragged down. No. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. I totally took that bullet just for you. I love you, man. I know, and, and we're all <laughs> we're all thankful. That's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what? I see. Oh, it's a little one. And there she went. I, I thought Amy was like creeping back up on us, but it was a different person entirely. Oh, yeah? What are you doing, Tom? What am I doing? I'm just. I'm kind of just on Facebook. Um, and I was also like wondering. 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 Wonder. Batman versus Superman. <gasps> uh, I think Wonder Woman's going to win it. Now, wait just a minute. <laughs> That's not what I asked, sir. Okay. Welcome to ADHD Cast again, Brandy. How have you been? Oh, hi. How are you? Mm, I'm alright. I'm tired. I'm late. I'm going to get ready for work, so if you guys don't mind, you... You're late. Yes, uh, Brandy, I'm late. I, 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 will, I will raise this one. Wizard is never late. I swear. Did, okay, sorry. <laughs> Randy drives precisely when she meets. Anybody else out there who got that one? You're welcome. I was too busy being absorbed in my Lord of the Rings reference. I missed it. Ah, sorry, ah. Was what was that? That was the weirdest fart I've ever heard. <laughs> Hi. I've heard that. Uh, okay, okay. I, I think she actually said, "Do you today?" Oh, you can't say that to a baby. Why don't you say that to my face all the way here in New York? I don't know how my podcast turned into like I don't know a daycare. Yeah, children versus children. <laughs> Yo, bring those kids back, and we'll have them get into like a cyber fight. Yeah, they're like throwing giant pixels at each other, or what is this? <laughs> Paul Voigt. Why is there a kid on on the phone? Because, so, Paul, tell us about how, how you've been Paul. How I've been Paul? Well, I've been taking children to cheerleading practice, uh, so uh -huh. I'm not very Paul today. Oh, uh, no. Normally, it's just apathy and indifference okay, while I play video games. Yes, you misanthropic bastard. That's me. And so. back shortly, i got to wrestle the children up. Thank uh, you. I see. But one of these days, I'll actually talk and spend some time with you guys, but yeah. I know you will. It's Amy's birthday tomorrow, so I'm trying to take care, take responsibility for the kids as much as possible, and get some weight off her back. Right. Yeah, and that is why I tried to bring her in 
you know, today, because I knew tomorrow she's probably going to be partying hardy. Yeah, so. she'll probably yeah. be going easy. So Hardly partying. Faster. <laughs> All right. Paul, ladies and gentlemen, he's a Voight. Mark, you're muted. You have to unmute. Why am I muted? Because I was trying to hear Paul. And Serenity, well, I'm sure Serenity will regale us with tales. You know. Oh, okay. Then. <laughs> yeah, we're in a rush and ready to work. Well, I'm not really in a rush. I mean, we got like a little bit of time. So. You gotta, you gotta drop Serenity off at her job. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with Mark? What's your name? Oh, well, Mark, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, She's dropping to it. Hush. She's podcasting, Mom. Yeah, she's going to be totally famous podcaster. Gosh. Serenity? Serenity, tell your mom, get out of my room, I'm podcasting. She's like, I can put my finger there and keep talking. Isn't it marvelous? <laughs> Hi, baby. Well, I rolled over to Dustin saying, hey, I don't care. We're on the podcast. Hey, look. New play. What the? Oh, hello. <laughs> God, you talk so much. <laughs> and she doesn't care. That's great. Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah. The innocence of a child. I think she bored Amy's children. <laughs> they left. <laughs> no, my kids love they love they love babies, but we're in an Orthodox family, so everybody's got a baby. Yeah. Can't you just watch and just be quiet? Well, no, I enjoy our positions on economics. Yes. Brandy, we're learning about string theory, and you're interrupting. No, I don't. Oh, wait a minute. What's your name? What's your name, sweetheart? What's your name? That's Serenity. Serenity. That's my name. Say, I'm two. Two. That's four. She got the word. Are you going to see Santa Claus? I'm going to see Santa Yep, she's got him penciled in. What are you getting from Santa Claus? Serenity, what are you getting from Santa Claus? I think she wanted the latest volume from Santa Claus. Didn't really catch that. Didn't really catch that. Do you like Serenity, take a break. Yeah, I was, I was about to say there's just no... What the fuck? Grady's tits of the evening suddenly. What is Randy, do you like princesses? My brother said he didn't like Serenity is definitely one of those uh, shut up, I'm still talking girls. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for being on the show, Brandy. My 10-year-old just said I can't have anything to say because the boys are talking. What? Uh, that's okay. <laughs> okay, sorry about that, guys. She has to go to her babysitters, and I think I've lost my phone. All right. Well, thanks for joining us momentarily, then. Yeah, I said I'd be here. I'm sorry. It's um, all right. 
Uh, Adelon didn't end up joining us anyway, but you can you can wish Amy a happy birthday tomorrow. Hey, Sarah, oh, thank you so much for putting your baby on. It was so cute. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe tomorrow, maybe not, because I'm going to be dead tired. But, uh, yeah, she's every time we do a podcast, she's around somewhere. It's just, lately, <laughs> she just will not shut up. Like, yeah. it's nonstop. As a matter of fact, if you ever get on the phone, yeah. you should see her on the phone. She just walk in a circle while talking on the phone. But, yeah, what she probably got from her mother. Uh, yeah, yeah, she did. He's a star in the making. Yes, there you go. There's that one. All right, well, anyways, guys, I gotta go. I'm sorry it's so short. I love you, miss you, all that stuff and stuff. And and happy birthday, Amy. Yes, Day happy of. birthday, Amy. Brandy, you are gorgeous, and your daughter is an absolute delight. My two little girls were so entertained by her, and I thought she was cute, too, so good job. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, good, good job, job baby. Good job. She, she is a, she's adorable. Yeah. Yes. Good, good job on. I enjoyed her position on social politics. <laughs> yeah. I am, I am always going to be pro encouraging girls and women to talk, 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 talk. Yes. Oh, she she could definitely talk, 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 talk. <laughs> she was a delight. She was the highlight of my daughter's evening. Both my girls. She was a highlight of their night. So thank you so much. For letting her chitter chatter. <laughs> chitter chatter. <laughs> oh, oh, look at this. Somebody loves Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Even though it's over. Here goes my seven year old. <laughs> Even though it's over. <laughs> what? Guys are nerds. All right. Love you night, guys. I'm sorry. I gotta go. All right. Thanks for stopping Bye, by. You're gorgeous. It was wonderful you're to see you again. Thank Bye. You and that was Brandy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks. <laughs> Five minutes. Does it, is... You guys nerd. We are nerds. And you know what? That's okay. Being a nerd is the new normal, pretty much. Yeah, it's the new normal. Everyone's a nerd about something. <laughs> she goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask. What do you like? I like littlest pet shops and ponies. Nerd! No! Oh no I just can't. I punch you in the face. Oh, nice! <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Actually, hurt. that's money in the bank. Don't make me send my mommy over there. <laughs> Don't make me send my mommy Actually, if you could, there. I could. Okay, okay, put down the gun. It's so cool. I, I'm sorry. It's low. <laughs> Let me go, please. Oh my God, she got taller. That's my that's my oldest. She uh, she does competitive cheer. So do I. So does that one. <laughs> so do I. I don't go there. My oldest uh, she got a reward of Reese's cups tonight at practice because she kicked so much ass, and she brought me she brought it home to me and she goes happy birthday mom. Oh nice. And I'm like hell yeah. Oh hang on. Hang on, the seven-year-old wants to show you something. All right. Pull it. Oh, Nolly, she's pulling your stunt. <laughs> Stealing material. Hack. Yeah, I was about to say, I thought that would be, like, tantamount to sin in your household. <laughs> Stealing material. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Yes, baby, you did amazing. It was beautiful. And here goes the ten-year-old. <laughs> and here goes the cartwheel. Yay! Stretching and cartwheels. 
So my kids are better at life than you'll ever be, both of you. I, I feel destroyed. Right. Oh, wow. Seven-year-old just yelled true fact. <laughs> <laughs> a burn, Tom. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to I'm, no, I'm just going to channel it all at Tom. I've I've become what's it called? Existentialist. Everything is meaningless. Welcome to my life. Welcome. <laughs> I felt like it was necessary. But uh, Shay says she's got finals to study for, but we should enjoy the delicious children. Well, my kids are beautiful, partially biracial, and Brandy's daughter is hilarious and adorable. Yes. So I think everybody will enjoy that. <laughs> Why are you not in the tub? Because it's not drained. Because they forgot Bailey to drain it. Drained. I forgot. Well, actually, I did, but I didn't. <laughs> Backpedaling. They remember. They were so excited about being on the ADHD cast. I love. Them. I of love course. Them. So You're famous. Huzzah! <laughs> Huzzahs are in order. <laughs> Buddy, Dustin, Bela, show them how to do huzzah the right way. Huzzah! Ginyu. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Rickum. <laughs> That's good. Matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ask your Paul. He knows. <laughs> oh, oh, like, ask your parents. Ask you your Paul. Wants to show you something. Okay. It's um our wait. If it's falling off and cracking your head open, I think we can make money off of it. It's our pledge of allegiance in whistling. <laughs> nice. Nailed it. I didn't know you could whistle something that only has spoken word. Um, I don't try to hinder their creativity. No, I just, I'm just saying I didn't know you could do it. Oh, God, creativity. Don't hug me, I'm scared. Have you ever seen that, Dustin? No, what? Oh, I think I know what our next YouTube video is going to be when we watch it together. Uh, you guys right. just missed an amazing joke from a seven-year-old. Go for it, babe. Part two. I, mean, I didn't know you could own a podcast if you're a nobody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. Oh, oh that hurts That's me. That's really the only place I had to go. <laughs> Comedy. You can, right. obviously. All right, I have to kiss my children and put them to bed. Can you guys give me ten? Yeah. Bye. Oh, Issa said goodnight. Laila tov. Au revoir. All right, we'll be back. Talk amongst yourselves. We can do that. Story of our lives. To be continued in episode 28, ADHD Cast is a Wickershift production. Today's episode featured the song Silence by Jordan Martyr, used with permission. Also, Creative Commons licensed music by Mudix, Pulaski, Yard, and Ray, which are available at kavi.org. Don't forget to check out our website at daday.webs.com and the blog for this podcast at adhdcast.wordpress.com. These books are available through Amazon.com and Lulu.com. Amy Sulem can be found at SavageMouseComedy.com. ADHD Cast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, share-alike license. For more information, visit CreativeCommons.org. Thanks for listening and chugging those chickens. Oh my. <laughs>